Good morning, world. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to Prayer 2021 for today, January 5. Uh, we're coming to you every single morning with another aspect of prayer, just so we can get into a deeper relationship with God, because 2021 needs to be a year of prayer. Amen. And and we're sponsored by podcastersforchrist.com. Uh, we just are there for you. We want to help you get your word out, get the word out into all the earth. And if you are a Christian podcaster, you have a podcast, you're thinking of starting a podcast, go to podcastersforchrist.com. Take a look around. Free resources right there on the front page for you uh, just to help you get started. And if you have any questions, please reach out because that's what, there, what we are there for is to help you get the word out into all the earth. Amen. Scripture for today is from Acts chapter 16, verse 25. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. Praise God. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, that when we share the word, even amongst ourselves, other people are listening. As we share the word through all venues, Lord, on the internet, in person, in church, Lord, other people are listening. They're watching. Lord, when we share the word and talk amongst ourselves, people are listening and paying attention. And through our speech, through our actions, through what we do on a daily basis, other people are coming to salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ becoming children of the Most High God, heirs of God, joint heirs with Jesus of all things. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to share your word all around the world through the power of the internet. And we just praise you for it. Bless this session now. May someone somewhere hear the word and receive Jesus as Savior. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. You know, we all go through troubles, right? So the question I have for you is, when is your midnight? Now, as we st started to share yesterday, Paul and Silas had been beaten. They'd been thrust into the inner prison with their feet in stocks, all for preaching the gospel. But instead of griping and complaining, they lifted their voices and praised God for the opportunity to share the gospel, praising him for healing that lame man. They were lifting their voices together in united prayer and praises to Jesus. They were singing out loud to Jesus and to God. Amen. So what about you? Would you be praying and praising God in those circumstances when it looked in the natural like your life could be over? If not physically, at least freedom-wise. I mean, look at what happened to Paul uh, and Silas in this situation. As Paul and Silas were praying in united prayer, in united praise to God, lifting their voices so loud, all the other prisoners could hear them. God brought a mighty deliverance. Verse 26 says, an earthquake shook the very foundations of that prison, and all of the prison doors were opened. Physically, popping off the hinges. But that wasn't all. Every single shackle came off. Every one of them. That should not have happened because of an earthquake, right? I could see the shaking and stuff popping the hinges on the doors, but why would shackles on their hands and shackles on their feet just pop off because of an earthquake? 
It's not supposed to happen that way, but it did, praise God, right? As I related yesterday, I found it interesting that there's no historical references of an earthquake destroying anything in that area at that time. None. Not in the Bible. And as far as I've been able to determine, nothing historically either. But praise God, that jailhouse was shaken. Amen. And when the prisoners realized what had happened, you might have thought that you know they would have made, made a run for the hills just as quick as possible. Some had probably been there quite a while and probably had lost all hope of ever being free. And here was their chance. That's what the jailer thought too, right? That's why he was going to kill himself. If he allowed the prisoners to skate, Rome was going to hold him responsible because now he was going to suffer their punishment. But Paul told him to stop because nobody had run away. None, not one person had left that prison. Why? Because every prisoner knew in their heart, every prisoner knew it was from God. They felt the presence of the Holy Spirit and they had witnessed the power of God that this Silas and Paul had been talking about praising God about, and they didn't want to leave that presence. Amen. They wanted more glory to God. And the jailer knew that he had just witnessed a miracle. The prisoners knew they had just witnessed and experienced a miracle. The result was the entire family of the jailer was saved that night. And the Philippian church was formed that night with the jailer as the pastor of those inmates. Glory to God. That's what happens when you cry out to God in prayer and praise him in your midnight hour. I had my midnight hour, January 25th, 1992, in a little empty apartment in Columbus, Georgia. 11.35 p.m. Eastern Time. It wasn't at my midnight hour, but I was at my midnight hour. It was pretty darn close to midnight, too. But I'm telling you, folks, when you cry out to God in your midnight hour, the miraculous will take place. I was just being interviewed last night, and they asked about that moment of salvation for me. And folks, it, it, it chokes me up every time I even share it because it was such an emotional low. My life looked like it was over. And I had thoughts of suicide. I, I knew this was going to be my last night. That was it. And Jesus, I say Jesus just invaded that room. Praise God. I don't know if there was a shaking, but I know he was there. And I know what took place. And in the moment, in the twinkling of an eye, all of that sorrow and despair was gone, filled with joy and singing and laughter and speaking in tongues and just praising God in my midnight hour. And I didn't want to leave that presence either. I know what these prisoners experienced. I know it for a fact. And there's a lot of people running around today just sitting around doing nothing, waiting on God to do something, something for them. And they'll say, well... If God wants me to get out of this mess, he'll just have to do it, I guess. But that's not the way it works. That's not true at all. Not in any sense of the word. Amen. If it's true, why did Paul and Silas have to sing out loud? Why didn't they just say, well, Silas, 
I guess this is where the Lord wants us at right now for some reason. That's why this has happened. So let's just accept our fate and see what else God can do in our situation here. We're just going to have to sit back and take this. No, they prayed in one accord. They sang out loud praises to God. And notice their situation did not change until they prayed and sang praises to God loud enough for the, all the prisoners to hear. Amen. Did you get that? As a result, God moved. Glory to God. We need that kind of praying going on today. We need to start shaking things up in this nation and around the world. It is time for the true born-again Christians to take their rightful place publicly, visibly, for all to see and start praying and singing praises to God. Amen? You see, a shaking like that would cause some people to come to church. Glory to God. To get born again. But at the same time, that shaking will cause some who are in the church, but not truly committed to the word, to leave the church. Those that who don't want to pray and be shaken, well, they won't be there long. Glory to God. They're not spiritually mature enough to stand the shaking, let alone benefit from it. But that's okay, because when they leave, that sin that they carry with them and infect everyone around them, that'll leave too. Hallelujah. Well, wait a minute, Brother Bob. We, we don't want to send anyone away. We don't want to drive anyone away. We don't want nobody to leave the church. Maybe it, it would be best not to be shaken in that case. That way, you know, they, they would stay and they'd hear the word. And maybe at some point in time, they would get born again. Folks, in some churches, there are people who have been attending there for years, pretending, and in some cases, actually believing, believing they are born again. But they aren't. Why? Because there's no shaking going on. They will never truly accept their true spiritual state unless a shaking occurs. Then they will have no excuses. If they repent and are born again, truly born again, then the shaking is what did it. Amen? If they get offended at the shaking and leave, then their true spiritual state is revealed. And that is now between them and God. But as they leave... The same exact shaking that drove them off will draw others in. They'll come into the church. That, that those who never realized what their true spiritual condition was until the shaking occurred. Amen. Praise God. So let's pray for a shaking to take place. We need a shaking in our churches. We need a shaking in our society. We need a shaking in our government. We need a shaking in America. We need a shaking in the world, praise God. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you praise, honor, and glory for all that you are about to do. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We see in the national news, in the world news, in the local news, we see a shaking happening right now. There's a need for a complete shaking that just rips the foundations of this false society apart. So every knee should bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord, all to the glory of God the Father. Father, we thank you for the shaking that is happening now. We thank you for the shaking that's about to take place. We praise you.
for all those who will bow their knees to Jesus because of the shaking. And Lord, for those who are misguided and, and think they're born again, but they're not. Lord, I lived in that condition for the first 33 years of my life. I pray, Lord, that the shaking will awaken them to their true spiritual condition, that they would repent of their sins and receive Jesus as, a save, as their Savior just like everyone else. And it's all because of the shaking. And all glory goes to God the Father. And we pray this, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Do me a favor. Can you leave a comment down below? I, and I greatly appreciate it. Go over on iTunes. It only takes maybe one or two minutes. Leave a rating and a review for us over there on Prayer 2021. All of this just helps us to grow and to get the word out into all the earth. Be sure to visit our website, podcastforchrist.com. Take a look around there. Uh, if you are a Christian podcaster, you think about starting a podcast, we got a free resource right there in the middle of the page, How to Start a Christian Podcast. It's free. It'll bless you immensely if you have or you're thinking of starting your own podcast. Amen. Till next time, folks, this is Pastor Bob Thibodeau reminding you from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17 in the Living Bible, our base scripture all year long, which is always keep on praying. Be blessed, folks, in all that you do.